expect and not qualified. Um, this week we are not qualified to a title that we have yet title. to put up. Title that you'll yeah. see on your RSS feed. All right, so here's the deal. <laughs> we um, we are talking about a movie we both saw recently and both loved. Um, which, funny enough, that's just that's this podcast. So yeah, that's not that's not that's news. Not special. Um, but what is special <laughs> is what we're talking about today, which is Soul. Um, Great. Okay, so before we get into it, we are going to do an episode in the future on Pixar movies yes. and give our personal rankings of all Pixar movies. Yes. Um, you know, most most Pixar movies are great, with the exception of like Cars two. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into that. We'll do a whole nother episode where we talk about Pixar. This week we're just talking about Soul, keeping it short. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on Soul, Joe? Um, I really really enjoyed Soul. And this is coming off of two viewings. I watched it first alone by myself. Hey, great movie. Same. That well, was I watched sad. it with Caitlin, yeah. And then I watched it with your family. Same. And we together. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, no, I still liked it just as much. Yep. I thought it was such a great movie. And, and I think Pete Doctors has such an interesting way of directing and writing movies that as far as compared to other Pixar movies, which we'll get into later, um, tends to delve into a lot of very specific parts of human condition that the other Pixar movies don't really talk about. They don't touch on. And I, I'll say this movie solidified for me that Pete Docter is my favorite. Yeah. I my agree. favorite Pixar director, um, closely followed by Brad Bird. But um, before. Yeah, I, I agree. Before, I wouldn't have said that because I was like, well, he's only done three. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I can judge. Inside Out was good. Inside Monsters Out was, Inc. was good. really good. Mo- and Up is my Up favorite. Up was very good. Up is my favorite one. Monsters Inc. is my yeah. second favorite one. This is coming from a guy that loves Incredibles and Incredibles 2. I love those movies. Yes. And Ratatouille, so much. which is and why Brad Bird is close behind. But but I will say, I think those the four movies, Monsters Inc., Up, Inside Out and Soul solidified Pete Docter is just the best director they have. Also, I will say that Soul specifically had the best cinematography of any Pixar movie yet. I agree. The animation was incredible. I mean, like, just even in the opening sequence, spoiler alert, when he dies 10 minutes into the movie, um, and he's like, his soul is falling through, he jumps off the railway. Yeah. Off the, I mean, whatever, the treadmill to heaven, and he is falling through space and going yes. through these different dimensions. So cool. I agree. Yeah. Um, if you want a movie that is as real as animation, as fake animated people <clears throat> will look, then pick this movie. Dude, I mean, the, if you took the characters out of every scene, it would just yes. look like a real life. Yes. You went outside and filmed it. There are shots that look like there is real. such heavy photorealism in this movie. It was actually kind of just breathtaking yeah on my second I can't believe they were that good at this on my second viewing man the I was noticing the lighting Mm -hmm. way more when they go into his apartment and he's he's in the cat's body and 22 is in his body Mm mm-hmm and they go into his apartment, the light shafts coming through the window and the dust particles that you see on like a Sunday afternoon and you're coming through light shafts I was like like it gave me the the same vibes I get in real life when I see that. <laughs> yes. It's just so real. I agree. Um, so to get into the movie's plot, um, uh, Joe Gardner, he's a band uh, teacher, director for a middle school, maybe high school band. Middle school. Middle school band. Um, and he gets the dream of a lifetime. I mean, he's been working to, to be a jazz musician. He gigs on the side. Yeah. He gigs on the side. Plays piano. Been, plays piano. He's been trying to 
trying to break out into the music scene, into the jazz music scene in New York for years. He's been gigging for years, trying to really break it out, and he gets to play with Dorothea Williams, right? Is that the, yep. is that her name? Um, which is crazy. Like that's his dream. He's finally getting to be with this jazz legend. Legend, and on the way home from work, can I stop you real quick? Yes, you are now dead. That's what happens in the yeah. movie. Sorry, that was for dramatic effect. Yes, he dies that fast and unexpectedly. And the movie's very, like, <laughs> about it. Like, it's, yeah. like, plays, like, it's really cheery music. Most goofy, goofy, like, nonchalant death. Yeah. He's, like, playing happy piano music, falls through, like, a manhole, dead. And you get to see his soul. In a coma, and, technically. Which, technically I'll get coma, into that in a second. Because it technically his soul didn't go to the great beyond because he escaped. Um, but, no, he, he definitely quote-unquote died in that moment and it was you spend the rest of the movie of him trying to get back into his body and then he winds spoiler alert winds up in not his body while the soul he was with is in his own body and they just navigate life together so So what is uh interesting is his main motivation is so apparently in this afterlife by the way um i mean (laughs) Obviously, this movie doesn't have accurate theology. Yes. I would just like to say this, <laughs> that, is, this is coming from two guys who were very, very devout in their faith, very devout in their theology. Yeah. And, so very, you're coming hearing this from a very Christian perspective. Yes. I still love this movie. Oh, absolutely. I've heard other Christians be like, "Oh, we, you know, this is teaching your kids back. Like, what? You're going to let your kids learn theology from Pixar? You've already kind of messed up. Oh, so. absolutely. <laughs> Don't." <laughs> I, I, I know, like I said to you when we first talked about this movie, I know that balloons can't lift houses, and I know that reincarnation is fake. So that's the <laughs> attitude I go into in this movie. Yeah, if we're just going to um, let the, the they live attitude is just everything, just let Pixar just like, huh, consume. Huh, yeah. You have to believe us yeah, I'm kind like, of no, attitude it, about it, then you can't. That's not the point yeah, of the movie. That's not the point of it. That's a, yeah. It's a mechanism to serve the plot. And so, anyway, um, that put aside, the whole thing is he's dead. And apparently some people, when they die, they choose to be a mentor where they're uh, helping unborn souls develop their personality so that they can be sent to Earth. And so he gets paired up with a soul who has had... uh, Every soul has a number, and this soul's number is 22. So they were the 22nd soul ever created. Yes, been around forever. Been around forever, never been born, because they just don't want to be. (laughs) And he's tasked, as so many have before him, um, Carl Jung and Mother (laughs) Teresa and all these have tried to to help 22 and to no avail. So he's tasked with helping 22 want to be born round out her personality. And yeah. that's what this, it revolves around. Um, and he's doing it because he wants to get back to his body. Yes. Um, because as soon as, as soon as these unborn souls, uh, develop their spark, something that motivates them as human beings, they get whatever, what is called an earth pass. And that earth pass lets them go from the gray beyond down to earth. And he's thinking, okay, I can make a trade. She doesn't want to go to earth. I want to go to Earth. I'll yeah. get her motivated. I'll take her Earth pass. I'll go to Earth. She'll stay here. Uh-huh. But obviously, things don't work out that way. And they accident. They get sent back. They accidentally get. She gets put in his body. He's in a cat's body. And then they go through. The, I mean, there's a lot of mechanics of like, uh, like rhythm, rhythmic hypnotization brings yeah. you into the the afterlife while you're still alive, and yeah. those people help untethered souls find their purpose in life. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of mechanics here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll just talk about, I mean, for me, uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie, every Pixar movie has a scene that makes you cry, a heartwarming scene. Yeah. 
Um, and my favorite scene in this movie, it's one of my favorite of these kind of scenes from any Pixar movie. Um, still, no movie makes me cry like Up. <laughs> um, yeah. But the scene in this movie is uh, he's basically failed her. He was selfish. He got his dream. He's back in his body. And he, now she's all sad and depressed in the spirit world. Yes. Because she wanted to live for a second, and he convinced her yes. that, no, you just want to be like me. Yeah. And my favorite scene in this movie, he goes back to his apartment at night after his gig. Yeah. And is sad. And he sits down at his piano, and it's just, it's the most real feeling I've ever had. Especially yes. because this is coming from two guys who love music and yeah. like play music and, and write music and we love jazz too yes <laughs> and so that's probably a huge aspect of this but also just songwriting in general yeah. is something we both like and and there have been many nights in my life where I've come home sad and and sat down in the dark at the piano yeah. and wrote a song and that was the feeling I got from this he sits down yeah. at the piano he lays out the objects in front the, of him that the remind the mementos him. that she has collected yeah. over the course of this day in his body that remind him of her and then he just plays piano yeah. and he remembers and what's so f- cool about it is a lot of movies will play on your emotions by like tethering it to another character yeah. so like they're remembering you know it, he didn't sit down and just remember 22 or remember a girl he's in love with or remember what his mother or anything you know what I mean he sits down and it shows flashbacks of his life yeah from his childhood playing with his dad yes. and growing up with his mom and man that, <laughs> that makes me hit that hits me, me hard. hard yes cuz they that's something you don't see a lot in movies yeah it, it's like him being sentimental about his own life that we haven't even seen in this movie yeah and it still works and it's things that we can all relate to yes be you know just being with your mom his feet like, in the sand at feet the beach. in the sand at the beach or listening or having an experience with one of your parents just yeah. a one single experience and this he's listening uh-huh. to records with his dad like you yeah. can all have those connective things between those those shots that mm-hmm. you're like I can absolutely connect to this and even if you can't you get the pain that he has to he's remembering his life yeah and the pain that he has to endure to make the decision that he does in the next few seconds of of All right. being willing to give up his life first twenty two to have her to own. have her own is and it's it's that's sad. him sitting there playing piano and realizing he has had a good life yeah and that he can give it up for somebody who wants it more yeah man and I was I was really surprised when I watched the movie that I <clears throat> a lot of Pete Doctor's movies deal with a lot of heavy themes yeah. With Monsters Inc., I mean, you have it's it's definitely not as heavy. It's pretty kiddish still, right. but I mean, you're stumbling upon something that seems destructive, right? Whatever. Up and, and then you, inside then you, out. Then you begin to develop feelings for it, right? Connect connected to it. Then you get to be reconnected to it. Yeah. What a great thing with Up. It's it's dealing with up, loss. Yes, a loss and and. Uh, and moving on moving and on it's really Up has a lot of the same themes that this did it, where it's it did. giving up your own dreams for the sake of someone younger to yeah. have their own right um, and then of course Inside Out deals with themes of like loneliness okay. and moving away and, and moving and away but like isolation. not only that but the even even feeling those negative things you would consider negative feelings yeah. are okay to feel because yeah. they're a part of you and I think uh, if, if I'm not wrong I remember hearing a lot of stuff when that movie came out about how it was really helpful for a lot of people that dealt with emotional issues that oh, it's okay to feel those things yeah that's a part of you and you just have to learn to deal with that this movie does not feel like it was made for kids no it doesn't it had childish humor in some parts but it felt 
honestly very real. Well, yeah, and that's what that scene where he sits down and remembers his life. A kid's not yeah. going to relate to that the no. way an adult will. That that's a that's a scene written for adults. Yes. Yeah. You have this story of a man who is chased after a dream and vanity and has wound up empty-handed. Yeah. And he has to just make do with what he has and he realizes that the life he's had he actually really loved. And you know what? He's willing to give that up for somebody else. Yep. And and even when he was walking through the, the hall with me or whatever it was where he's going over his life mm-hmm. and him and 22 were like, wow, my life was kind of depressing. Like this amounted to nothing. This was in pursuit of nothing, of vanity, of such chance that, you know, you could never achieve something like this. It on like it was really kind of a bummy plot. Yeah. Like it was sad. It was really sad, man. <laughs> like I don't know, man. Yeah. It was just kind of depressing. And then yeah. he, and then at the end, it uh, spoiler alert that he Joe Gardner winds up getting a second chance at life. <laughs> yeah. And oh man. And he comes out of it, and and he's talking to this you know whatever it is this ancient figure of space and time quantum this, intercept or whatever they describe yeah, this whatever it's described Jerry. as Jerry. Um, he says she she asks it it asks him what are you gonna do with your second chance he's, and he says I don't know but I'm gonna enjoy every second of yeah, it yeah and that's what I loved about that ending <laughs> yeah is it shows him walking out into the sunlight you know and he says I don't yeah. know but I'm gonna live every minute of it yeah and, and it, it doesn't show us what he does no because the whole time it's playing on it's playing on your expectation that uh, oh he's gonna discover his true calling or his spark it's yeah. not it's not really jazz it's teaching and he's yeah. gonna take the job and or yeah. it, or some some self-realization like that and yes. no the point is that it doesn't matter yeah. whatever he does he's going to enjoy it and and know that's where he's meant to be and i thought that was such an awesome endpoint for the movie of of just enjoying life yeah like you don't you you might think you have a purpose or a calling or whatever and you might have had a rough go of it just enjoy life. Yeah. Whatever be it is. Be content where you're at. Be content where yeah. you're at. And this is coming from two guys who were heavily invested in theological study yeah. and, and devout Christianity. I mean, it, it not only obviously gave what we consider to be pretty pretty hard suggestion as, as uh, on, on Disney Pixar's part of pro-life I mean it, it, yeah if, we, we talked about that during yeah. the movie that it was like it definitely had those implications yes. you know like if you follow this through to, this, to its logical conclusion for yeah, sure absolutely. yeah absolutely it's 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 focusing on the value of human life yeah even those that haven't been born even those yeah. that haven't been born yeah. it was a very interesting movie I, yeah. I really really enjoyed it yeah movie. great recommend family friendly fun movie all yeah. around I would put it at like a, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm like, I want to say like ten, but, yeah. but I'm like, I don't know if that's too low or too high. Exactly. Because yeah. there's there's like probably five or six Pixar movies that I would I prefer over yeah, yeah, Soul, yeah. but also I would put most of them on the same level of like I love yeah. all of them. I don't know. So I'll, I'll say ten. I'll I'll say fourteen. Cool. Yeah. All right. Good movie. Highly recommend. See ya. Thank you.